Thank you for pressing play on A-Sides Podcast, episode 93. I'm Andy, and over the course of this episode, I had not one, but two guests. Freddie Herrera and Corey Rosani returned back to the podcast to talk to me about their love for King's X. I had to talk to these guys because in separate conversations, they both told me about King's X, and in following episodes with other guests like John Masalia and Matt Anderson, they both talked about King's X too. So I knew that I had to check out this band for myself, and I got hooked. So hopefully you enjoy this episode about King's X. And cue music. Yellow. Hey, are you a fan of King's X? Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, What are you like, doing a survey or something? So what are we here for? We're here to talk to you. uh, hang out i kind of had a plan but not really i usually do like with brent like we'll like list like our top 10 songs but i figured like you guys i didn't want to make you guys do homework or anything like that well Um, i did a little homework and i could probably give you 10 but it'd be hard to give you just 10 (laughs) basically like some basic questions like your intro to king's x favorite album or saw him live or any kind of memories things that stand out for me my friends uh, had gotten turned on to it, and they gave me a CD, or they let me borrow a CD. I can't remember. This is, you know, 80s. And um, we went to go see them. They were opening. I, I grew up in Riverside, California, and they were playing in Anaheim, California, where, it's, where Disneyland is. And my friend got us in. He would do this all the time, my friend uh, Bill Bartell and you know, rest his soul. He's passed away now, but he would do this and he did it for the biggest shows. You would not even believe it. He would call a club and act like he was the band's manager. He would find out who the band's manager was and say, yeah, I need these guys on the list, you know, and dude, it worked every time, every awesome. time. I mean, he got, got into like the stones and guns and roses and just, it just never failed. It never failed. And I had another friend who had a, uh, his parents had a, a store, a plastic stores, but they did laminating and he would make laminates every time. And <laughs> oh my in. God. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was before the internet, dude. Was I was going to say, yeah, the good old days. Yeah. Good old days. But anyway, so he called, it was this club in Anaheim called Jezebel's. I don't even think it's around anymore. King's X was touring with uh, opening up for uh, Masters of Reality. We went to see them and hung out with them. And, and it was unbelievable the sound that three guys could make with the harmonies. And they, they had it down even. And that was on their first record. They had wow. it down from from the word go, from yeah. the get go. After that, I was like, I, I don't care what these guys put out. I will buy it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that was the first time. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think for me it was the normal MTV over my head video. Oh, oh yeah. And it was just like, what is this? Who's this? Yeah, dude with a mohawk. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it was fun, cool. Yeah, it was, it was really, really cool. cool. Mm-hmm. And the guitar player was incredible. Yeah, like you said, just uh, 
you know, I'm a huge Rush fan too, but I've only ha- sure. seen a handful of of trios that do it well, and yeah, and yeah they're they're top tier. So um, they really it's, are. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. lo- I didn't, unfortunately, have the pleasure to see them. I think until oh man, had to be mid '90s or, or somewhere around there, right when I moved to Texas. So I never oh, got wow. to see them until later. I think maybe it was on the tape head. Oh, okay. The- yeah, but it was cool. It was in like a 500-seater little club because at that point they were – I wouldn't say they were on their way down, but they weren't on their ascension any, yeah, <laughs> anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were incredible. Uh, yeah, just – and, you know, their, their playing is always great, but, oh, my God, their harmonies. Just insane to see three guys sing that well together. Like you guys were talking about King's X, and so I was like, okay, I got to check out um, this band. If you guys are both talking about mm-hmm. them, and I didn't realize they yeah. were like a trio at the time. <laughs> I kind of likened it to Mr. Big, but even then, they've got four guys in the band, so it is crazy how they yeah. can do it with yeah, you know, just a guitar and bass. And all of them sing. All of them can sing lead. Like uh, you know, Mr. Big. No, there's only one singer that, at least on some of the albums. I guess it's just Doug, but most of the albums, you know. They yeah, all yeah, yeah. Get a stab at it, and you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Ty has their biggest charting single. It's love, the, I think. Yeah, it's love. Yeah, that yeah. was their highest charting. And have you guys read? The, you know, there's a book out about them. Like, yeah, I saw that, and I haven't had a chance to get it yet. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It, it fills in a lot of blanks, and uh, yeah, they didn't want to do. Uh, I guess after uh, Ty sang that, he. He really regretted it because it made it threw them into this weird thing where who's really the singer, you know, and and God bless, yeah. you know, audiences. But they, you know, the easier make you make it for them to understand your band, the better off you are. Yeah. And, well, it's kind of like the the heart thing. What about love? When Nancy, yeah. their biggest hit is sang by not even the lead singer. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. That, that, uh, it, it, it makes it weird it makes it weird and, and ty talks about it in the book that it was really odd and he he almost he, they almost didn't cut that because wow. they, they were you know but yeah it's a great song great song and i like a lot of you know uh, some of my favorite at first i was just so in love with doug's voice but i've really learned to like uh ty's voice yeah, well, even Jerry's stuff, he has a couple of songs. I think there's one yeah. on, on uh, Ear Candy and then on the yeah. on one of their recent albums, there's a song called Julie or Julia or something. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Julie, it yeah, and it's just, yeah. it sounds like a Beatles tune that's a little yeah. heavier. That's a, and, and that was part of the, the love, too, is being such a big, big Beatles fan and, and just those harmonies. Yeah. Just those harmonies, great. What's the name of the book? You know what? Good question. <laughs> I bought it when it first came out, and uh, I'm walking over to get it. I had it saved on Amazon to buy it. And I don't know why I didn't. Maybe I didn't get the notification or something like that. It's, it's called King's X, The Oral History. Is it a recent book, or is it older? I think it's only a couple years old at the most. Yeah, I think it came out right at the beginning of the pandemic, maybe. Probably. That's probably how yeah, I had time to read it. <laughs> 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 just sitting around hey yeah. maybe i'll try reading 
<laughs> I actually saw something like that today about a meme like that about Pizza Hut, how when you were a kid you used to have to read the books and you got free pizza. It was some meme. I'm going to make adults read uh, 12 books and see if they can get a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, man. I have like five books right now that, I, that I've got to finish. I start them and I just get sidetracked and you know doing other stuff i never finished yeah. it but i i devoured that king's x book man it was great but what, what was it like for you andy I, i'm curious because obviously Corey and i have been listening to him for years you know, decades but uh what was it like for you to hear something like that because music has changed so much since the beginning and what were your first thoughts i'm very curious to hear um, you guys both had suggested uh, the Dogman record. Uh-huh. And I think that that might have been like maybe I thought that that would have been like the easiest entry point for me because it's early 90s and it was like Brendan O'Brien like produced it and he produced yeah. all the grunge stuff. But I'm sure. listening to it and I think I just wanted to like it more than I did. And then <laughs> so I think I kept asking you guys like different albums to try and uh-huh. – you had suggested, I think, Freddie, like, Out of the Silent Planet, the first album. And I kind of like that, because that's what I said about Mr. Big. I kind of likened it to that kind of poppier sound. Sure. But then the thing that blew my mind was when Corey, he had said this live album, like, Live, Love, in London. And they went into oh. Over My Head. And it's like this 10-minute version. And he kind of, yeah. like, stops in the middle. And he goes, he sounds like he's doing a sermon or he's up at a pulpit. And he's yeah. like, music changed yeah. my life. And if you make music, then that's cool or whatever. He kind of says something like yeah. that. And sure. I guess that song just blew me away. Because especially, like, the yeah. kind of, like, carrying out the guitar solo. Yeah. There's there's a great, uh, I think it's on their greatest hits album. They, it's from, uh, what is it? Is it from the Woodstock? 99 or whatever they do over my head and he does an awesome speech about how his grandmother was really religious and uh-huh. it's this really hardcore speech you know he's like she said she was religious but she never told me she loved me he does oh wow big, and it's just like you know you hear these like yeah. hundred thousand people going nuts and like you said it's almost like a sermon yeah and, yeah it's uh, like the church it's like a church. yeah yeah there's another um have you guys ever heard the the only place i've ever seen it sold is on uh Ty's website, but they did a live thing in uh, Cleveland, and it's called Tales of, from the Empire, and it's a two CD set. It's not no. on streaming, not on streaming at all, and it is incredible. I think it's right when Gretchen came out. Oh, no, really? no, not yeah, not, it's either Gretchen or the first one they did for Atlantic, where it's just King's X, where it's got the little kid reaching under the table. Yeah, with Black Flag on it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's on that record. But you can tell it's a sold-out show, and wow. it is incredible. You guys got to check it out. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. But one of the times I saw him was in L.A., and I forget who they were opening up for. I don't – or maybe they were headlining. But it was at this place called the Fonda, and mm-hmm. I'm seated, and I was sitting there, and I was with, again, my friend Bill – some other people, I forget who, I think the, the bass player from the Bengals was around or something. I remember her vaguely. But anyways, everybody's sitting down and everybody's digging the show. And, and it was the first time I ever saw King's X where I didn't try to get right to the front. 
And then he went into over my head and I just couldn't help it, man. I had to just stand up. <laughs> Nobody else was standing up. And it was like, it was like freaking church. I was like, yeah. I don't care if who I'm blocking their sight from. You can't sit down for that song. Yeah. And he did the, he did the whole sermon thing. And it was incredible. Tell me, I hear that song. It's almost tears. It's so moving. How many times have you seen him live or have you lost count? I haven't seen him that many times. I think about four or five times. Four or five times. I want to go see him one more time. I, I really wanted to see him right as the pandemic was coming. But uh, they had a show, I think, at the Whiskey or here in L.A. But it, it got you know postponed or canceled, actually. Yeah, I've got tickets to see them in October here in Nashville, and it, I got the tickets before the pandemic, and Jerry had that heart attack, so they canceled oh, that's it. Right. They that's canceled it. Then the pandemic hit because they moved it to April, and the pandemic hit, and then uh, that was canceled, and they moved it to April of 2021, and obviously things weren't open back up, so they canceled it again. And I don't know why, but now it's October of 2022, and I bought those tickets and. <laughs> I bought those tickets in 2019. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Dang, dang. Where are they playing at in Nashville? Brooklyn Bowl. Oh, okay. I've heard that's a cool place. It is. It's a lot like uh, the House of Blues. There's about three or four of them, I think, in the country now. It's like a chain thing, but it's it's yeah. about the, you know, similar kind of vibe, and it's really cool. Yeah. I saw Biffy Clyro there. And it oh, was incredible. Really? That, that's one band, man. I've always wanted to check them out. I never have. They're supposed to be great. They're another three-piece. Well, I, I take that back. They are a three-piece in the studio. Live, they, they have some uh, some help on stage. But, but uh -huh. same thing, just three guys that sing like birds. And wow. uh, my wife heard them and was like, who the hell is this? And now she's uh -huh. obsessed. So every time they come to town... <laughs> We got to go see them. And it's fun to go see them because you see them in the UK. They're like headline and download festival. They come here. Yeah. First time I saw them was at, uh, where was Mercy Lounge? It was like 400 people, you know. So many of my friends have, have said that. I just never, I always, I never think to listen to them. I'm going to do it today. There's just too many bands. So it's like hard to kind of fit everything in. Yeah. I think yeah. I only heard their Metallica cover from that thing like last summer. Yeah, which is crazy, too. But yeah. the, the, the crazy thing about them, they're a lot like King's X. I mean, they've been around like 20, 25 years. They're not oh, like damn. a, you know, it's like not like a baby band. They've been around for easily 20 years, I would say. So wow. It's like, wow. they're not they're not new by any means. So but they're new to America. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's crazy. Yeah, the the um, the divide, like, I don't know how King's X does overseas, but I would imagine really well. I think they do better than here, yeah, from what I've yeah. gathered. Um, yeah. They have a live DVD, I think, called Live All Over the Place or something like that. Uh, or maybe it was live in London. Yeah, I'm very looking forward to, to seeing them one more time. Hopefully oh, they yeah. keep that October show because it looked like they've got a new album coming out now in September. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope so. I mean, it. it you know. Most people probably don't know either that Doug is, you know, Doug's like 75 years old. Dude. Yeah. Like, not like a spring chicken. He was like 40 when they got famous. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, man. He looks amazing. Yeah. He looks incredible. Yeah. He's he's uh, definitely got the genes. Yeah. And he lives out in L.A. now. I'm surprised you haven't, yeah. you haven't bumped into him. 
I have, dude. And every time I've seen him, I've been standing right next to him. I cannot bring myself to talk to him. Oh, I'm so starstruck. I've I, never I, been that way. I totally germed on him at uh, Nam uh, oh, about yeah. four at about four years ago. I saw him at like <laughs> one of the Nam parties. Actually, he was playing, and afterwards uh, he was hanging out. And same thing, we were standing next to each other, and I was like, "Dude, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know." I was yeah, like, I know it's cheesy, but man, I love King's yeah. X, man. You guys are yeah. incredible. And he was super gracious, got a cool picture yeah. with him. Yeah, I, I've been a few places where he's been, and I just cannot. I like, I just shrink up. <laughs> just shrink up. I can't do it. I'm going to do it. Next time I see him, I got to talk to him. Yeah. I got to, you know, we're both bass players, and he's just, his tone and what how he plays, not to mention sings over that. It's yeah. incredible. And he comes and he's been doing these. Have you seen his things that the posts that he's doing, like uh, riff of the day kind of thing, going over yeah. all the King's X riff? So yeah. cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's interesting. They're one, you know, I think they're one of them bands like Van Halen in the sense that, like, you could hear each guy, like, you know, especially the bass playing and the guitar playing. It's so distinct. Yeah. That you can't, you know, almost. It's like Pantera. There's a handful of bands you hear them and you're like, sure. "Oh, that's so and so." And you know, it's like, man, they, they they have a thing that if you you know, most people would probably be, I don't know about that, but you mix whatever they do together and it's this monstrous thing. Yeah. And I don't even I don't know if he plays twelve string or eight string basses anymore. I, last time I saw him, he wasn't. Yeah, when I saw them that show that said where I stood up to find that he was still playing a twelve string. Yeah, just I was like. And I've have I have a twelve string, and it's really freaking. It's a monster to try to play just straight ahead <laughs> stuff, and to really? play you know really riffy stuff. His hands have got to be so freaking strong. Yeah, so strong. Not an easy. They're beasts. Yeah. They're beasts. <laughs> they so really Andy, did, did did you make it through their whole catalog, Andy? Or I basically like have in what the like eight months or so since I first talked to Freddie and uh, except <laughs> everybody basically is like pretty right on like <laughs> everything through dog man and ear candy is good. And then the manic moonlight uh, one yeah. is kind of like iffy and they're like the light bulb head one. But then the last couple ones, they kind of, I guess got their uh, sound back. Yeah. I really yeah, like yeah. the recent one too. What is it? Fifteen? Oh yeah, the XV fifteen. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's really good. Is that is that the one that has alone on it? It has the song like "Pray." That. I know at the top. Yeah, yeah, it's got so "Pray" and it's got like some like rocket ship one. And uh, even yeah. though that one's kind of silly, like I kind of I kind of dig his playing yeah. on it. I think "Alone" yeah, might yeah. be Ogre Tones. Might be that record. Oh, that's. Yeah, you're right. You're completely right. You're completely yeah, I think right. for me, Tapehead was where that was about the last. And I'm like, you, please come home, Mr. Bulbous, Manic Moonlight, Black yeah. Like Sunday. I almost felt uh, like they were, for the first time, chasing what was going on. There were some, like, they were kind of skipping guitar solos. It was like, yeah. oh, don't do that. You know? Yeah. Well, it's got to be a, a strange thing to to be together. I mean, they're... They, they don't mess around and they have their output of of songs is incredible i mean i don't how many records do they have 
I think it said this new one's going to be their 12th. 12th? Plus plus solo records. All those guys have solo records, too. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I think from 90, or what was it, probably late 80s till 2008, which is like a 20-year period. Yeah, there were like every two years they would put one out, but now it's been 12 12 years or 14 years. That's when 15 came out? Yeah, I think 2008 wow. is when it came out. It was right around when I moved in to Nashville, I think. So, wow. So wow. yeah, it. Uh, so yeah, they were pretty uh, consistent with that every year or two, maybe two and a half years, and then they just kind of, I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah, but it's hard to keep that up, I would imagine. Yeah, it's hard to keep it up, and it's hard probably to keep it up when you're not. You know, you get the accolades, but you don't really get the sales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to eat. Yeah. got to eat. You got to eat. Well, I think that was, yeah, they talked about that in the book where, uh, you know, Doug had to get out of Texas because he he wasn't, he was missing out on opportunities to play on other people's stuff, to make money doing yeah. other things. And so he, he left and that that's why he moved out here pretty much. Yeah, which that can't be cheap either. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. You got to be working. Yeah, you got to be working. I don't. I don't know where he lives. I think. I think somewhere in the valley. It's a little cheaper. I yeah. I think they're from. I think the band actually thought started in Missouri, in Springfield. Right. You're right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think somewhere out there. I can't remember what the book says. And then they then they they were doing covers. That's what Black Like Sunday. Is like all songs that they wrote for, before King's X. Oh, and really? They brought them back. Oh, yeah, nice. and then they brought them back. They brought them back and, and King King X them up. I guess is the way you would put it. And then yeah, I mean, what, was the, what were they called? They had a horrible band name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I something I cheesy. Yeah, yeah. There's the some edge. really funny. The things. Edge, I think. Yeah, yeah. The, it, that's what it was. The Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Yeah, we all have those pictures. Oh yeah, names of the band. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So what? Yeah. What album is your favorite? Oh, God, I knew this was going to come up, and I think overall, after living with them for a while, I gotta say, for some reason, I'm very, very, very drawn to Ear Candy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite one. Probably one of my probably top three songs ever that they've ever done is A Box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that song. Just, just gets me every time. Yeah, I, lo- I love everything else. And that's probably one of my favorite Thai singing songs is Mississippi Moon. Oh yeah, that's a killer one too. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that one's too. That's one of the ones. That's the one that has Jerry's tune also, which I yeah never remember the name of. But uh, yeah, I think it's called American Cheese or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and life like going that. by. Yeah, there's yeah. some great yeah. ones. Yeah. I, I I would say I'm close with you there. I, I would say it'd be a fist fight between that one and Dog Man. Yeah, um, I'm not sure who yeah. produced Ear Candy because the guitar tone on that record. Like the train when it starts. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you had told me that you love like the train on there when I was asking yeah. you stuff, too. Oh, it's just so good, man. That guitar so good. tone. Yeah. 
just, yeah, just I don't stupid. know. I don't know how they've got the secret though that their guitars and basses are so freaking big, but they don't step on each other at all. No, it's crazy. And how about you, Andy? I know you you were kind of picking. Did, was there one that you're just like, I could listen to this on repeat? I think the first one, and I actually did. I listened to that almost like yeah. a whole uh, day straight at work one day, like last week. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a great a one. one. I really that's dig that Power one. of Love song. Yeah. What Goldilocks, I think, is my, my one oh, on that yeah. record. And that song, I think I only love because when they play live, yeah. Doug doesn't even have to sing that song. The crowd sings. I know. Isn't that incredible? And it's that's awesome, crazy. man. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. It's amazing to have a band like that. I don't even know what, what you do with it to be that good. And, and yeah, I, I, everything I've ever seen or heard people talking about them, those guys are so humble. Yeah. So humble. They, they're just true. They do it for the love of the music. Well, I hope this new record is a banger. I don't know again who, uh, who produced it this time or, but uh, yeah. whoever did 15 because it was killer. Like, what was it? The early records, like, was produced by like their manager or something, and he was like, yeah. he had something to do with ZZ Top. Yeah, yeah, and he also had something to do with a band called Galactic Cowboys, who kick ass. Also, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I never, I never, I never listened to those guys. I never oh listened to them. I'm so good. Huh? Everybody said set kind of same setup, right? Three piece. No, they were four piece, but they all kind of the harmonies were incredible, and yeah, it, it's just. Uh, but they had their, I would say they kind of had a moment in time where they were really good, and that's not a, a diss on them. I just feel like yeah. they they lost some members and things kind of changed. But they had a couple. Their first two or three records, I want to say, were really good, which was just Galactic Cowboys space in your face and machine fish those three to me yeah yeah are, space in your face is the shit i mean it's, yeah. it's so good <laughs> great title yeah great title. yeah that's really good that's really good yeah there was a time there was a time where you could tell i mean how many musicians i remember after that after gretchen how many bands were trying to sound like King's X? Do you remember that, Corey? Yeah. There was, they were influenced so many people. So many. Yeah. They, there was a, yeah. I mean, I tried to cop it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, but I could never. I mean, Doug's sound is so distinct that I remember buying a Sans amp and they had different settings. There, there's an insert. A sans amp is a preamp, Andy. I don't know if you know that. Okay. But if you can get different sounds and stuff, and you can use them on bass, mostly bass, but you can use them on guitar too. That's how you get to the sound too, an amp or the PA or whatever. Um, but anyways, it had like different samples of different bass players, and they had Doug's setup, his setting on there, and you could try to do it and. It's just like anybody else, man. You could set up and have every single, every single thing, piece of gear that uh, Doug had. Nobody could make it sound like Doug. You just yeah. can't. You just can't. Same thing with guitar players. You know, 
you can have all of Eddie Van Halen stuff, his guitars and everything. Still can't sound like that guy. <laughs> right. You I know, can't. you can't. You can't. Yeah. It's all a big scam. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember who I was. There's a famous guitar player that said he had like the chance to play. I think it was Eddie's rig. And he's like, the yeah. fucking thing was just squealing and <laughs> feedback. He was just like, how yeah. the hell does he play this? You know? But yeah, he, yeah. He plays it. You know, that's that's the that's the cool thing about the individuality of of music that's missing a little bit nowadays. It's just, you know, yeah. everybody wants to sound like everybody else. And, you know, you think of the Randy Rhodes, you know, you, yeah. everybody you hear says that his guitar tone by itself was absolute garbage. <laughs> but, but when yeah. you put it in that mix, it was incredible, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's guys. I mean, back then, guys. They, they set up their, their gear to be played in a band setting, yep. you know, and, and you, you took away and added stuff to make the whole sound better. And yep. I don't think bands realize that anymore. No, most of the guys just practice in their house and then get together. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, you can't beat, you can't beat rehearsal, a real rehearsal with a real band. You learn more from, from 15, you know, 15 practices than 15 years of playing in your room. Yep. I agree. That's way that's a, more. That's a big one. Yeah. With some of that, I just yeah. was telling somebody that the other day, I was just like, man, I can't figure it out. It's like, nobody likes to rehearse anymore. I actually love wow. rehearsing because it's like, yeah. you figure shit out, you know? Yeah. Um, that's the best way. It's the best way to write songs. It's like playing a sport. You got to practice that too. You're not just good overnight. I mean, it's true with anything in life. You know, I've told people that before. It's like opening, you know, I've, I've met guys before. It's like, let's get together and jam. And then, you know, they're like, well, I can't do it now. I can't do it. Then. And it's like, man, if you were starting a pizza joint with some friend <laughs> and you were yeah. like, hey, man, let's open this place up. Oh, dude, I can't be there uh, this time. It's like, you got to open that bitch up and work, you know? Right. Um, right. So it's hard, but it's hard to find, you know? Uh, four guys that want to open a pizza place and work really hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what to tell people to do anymore as far as like starting bands and yeah. doing your thing. I don't even know. I don't even know how you do it. Yeah. I well, I mean, going back to the King's X thing, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm in the band like that that's put in the, the 10,000, well, shit, probably them 50,000 hours, uh, yeah. you know, and still not getting the, the just desserts that, you know, I mean, I, I would say that they deserve, you know, more than a lot yeah. of people, you, you know, well, it, sometimes, most of the time it is just luck. So hopefully yeah, their luck yeah. changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never know. You know. No, hopefully Doug has a hit at 76 years old, you know, that wouldn't that be great. It'd be awesome. That'd be so <laughs> cool. <laughs> and he would deserve it. He would deserve yes. it. Cause they could, those guys could be, they, their career and their their talent and stuff they could if they wanted to they could be very bitter about it and nobody would even judge them for it but they've always come out and you know just enjoyed playing music as far as i can tell i don't know them personally but it seems like yeah. to me they just love playing yeah there were there was that funny period around the ear candy tape head period where there's the footage of them well, maybe even on the Dogman record, there where it almost seemed like they kind of, because with the first couple records, I remember like Doug would wear that like it was almost like a military coat or a drumline coat. It was just yeah, really cool. Yeah. 
and they all yeah. kind of looked like they had like a uniform on. And then by the time yeah. they had dog, dog man, maybe it was just like you said, maybe they had hit that like, damn, man, ain't nothing. Ha-. I remember like Ty had cut his hair, was wearing glasses, had jean shorts on and white Reeboks. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> what is going on? He looks like a soccer mom. Right, right. Yeah. 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 I think, I think they, yeah, they're just, they're just in it for the music and they did all that other stuff because they thought that they should. Right. I guess, I guess when, when it didn't work out, they're like, screw that. I'm doing what I want. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing what I want. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I would be the same way. Have you ever checked out the uh, KXM thing that Doug did with, um, was it George Lynch? Yeah. And Ray, Ray Luzier. No, yeah. no, I, I've I've never done it, but I know I know Ray a little bit, and uh, he uh, he loves it. He's told me many times. He's like, "Gotta check it out." And it's one of, another one of those things I just never have. <laughs> Sorry to say. Sorry, Ray, if you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I just never have. It's a bummer, but it's got to be good. It's great. Yeah, and, it's great. and also too, I just. Doug put out this really weird, uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or on Facebook or whatever. And he's like, you remember this band? And I'd never heard it before. And it's called Super Shine. Yeah. Hmm. And I didn't know, I didn't even know it came out, but it's great. Who was in that band? Some guy from, it starts with a T. I think it was like a metal band. Hmm. Like not, not Tyrant. But they were in the metal. It was him and the the guitar player sang and and the drummer. Not trip trapeze. No, it's, oh, it's was it was it uh, was a couple guys from uh, oh, Trouble. Trouble. That's it. That's it. Yeah, the Chicago band. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was, I just I just uh, got that about I don't know a couple months ago. After he said that, I love it. It's great. Yeah, and I feel like he was in a band also. And I could be wrong. Was he in something with the singer from like it was like a Seattle thing? Like maybe it was the singer from Sponge, and it was like this. He did something with the bass player from Pearl Jam, Jeff. Yeah, Lennon. I remember that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he was with the thing from with Vinny. I don't know about that. Maybe. I want to say Denny told me something. There was like a one-off album from like the early two thousands. It was like the Mob. Or something, and it was like Doug Pinnock wow. and like uh, somebody from Winger or something. But I could never really find. Oh yeah, Red with Red Beach. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think he was just the singer on that. I don't think he was like. I think maybe it was like. There's a bunch of Nashville cats, like maybe Red Beach, Kip Winger, Kelly Kagi from uh, a Night uh, Ranger. Night Ranger, and yeah, and 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 uh, Doug was just the singer. I think. Wow. Oh, wow. I think I could be wrong on that, but uh, yeah, um, that would have been cool. I have to check that out. I don't think I've ever heard of that. I love uh, Doug solo records. I think they're really good. Pound Hound and Strum Sum Up is really good too. Some yeah, Strum he, Up is is a strange situation because he did the song like on the on the record. He does a song regular, and then it's like an instrumental of the same song right after. Have you really have you heard that? Yeah. It's, no. It's a trip. Yeah, it's a trip. Huh. I'm writing down yeah. like all these albums. So we'll have to do like, another <laughs> Zoom later. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, unfortunately, yeah. or or fortunately, I, you can probably hear it all on YouTube for free. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's a bu- You know, I was just talking about that. I was looking up. I was looking up old punk. I used to be a skateboarder a lot when I was a kid, so I listened to all that first punk stuff. And I was like, wow, you know what? I haven't heard Descendants in a long time. And I go on YouTube, and there's like every record, full records <laughs> of every records. And I was like, man. So that's all. That's kids don't even need to buy anything. It sucks. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's a it's a weird it weird is. world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the way it works now. It's the way it works. I mean, it doesn't suck because they get turned on to this stuff, and and it's, I'm glad about that. But how how are artists supposed to make any money? I don't, I don't know that they do. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do. Hopefully, they're like me at least, because all. I'll sample it or I'll stream it online, but then if I love it, I'll go buy it or I'll buy a shirt yeah. or I'll buy a ticket or something. But it's like maybe sure, it's just sure. another platform to get it out there. Yeah, it is. Nowadays, that's kind of just how you have – you just kind of got to be omnipresent. You got to be everywhere all the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's crazy how uh, – it's never enough. I mean, I don't do it as <laughs> much. Art is – constantly bombarded you need to do this you need to do that he does it all you know it, it's just i i mean i'm old enough to know how exciting it was to get a uh, a cream magazine or <laughs> or any magazine once a month and be you know just be so excited because that was the only time you could see a band yeah i, I when we were talking about galactic cowboys earlier uh, it, it reminded me of when I get the back of the record. I think they're just kind of sitting there or something, and just looking uh, at it and being like, "Which dude plays what thing?" <laughs> <laughs> you had yeah, no yeah, idea, yeah. you know. And then later on, you yeah. see, like, I would have never guessed that dude was the singer. You know, I figured he was the really? bass. Now you can see anything you want anytime. Oh yeah, what about this song? It's yeah. great. It's it's cool, but at the same time, not. Yeah, but you know what? It, it ain't it ain't going back. That's for sure. No, and you guys, yeah. you do, I was thinking about you should definitely check out Black the Cowboys. That guy also played a eight or twelve string. Monty Colvin was his name. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. He uh, played through Mesa Boogie dual rectifiers and wow. some sort of bass amp. So he had guitar amps and bass amps. Wow. And uh, yeah, that that guy. I follow him now. He's a painter now. Um, I think they still play randomly, but um, he's he's really cool. I, I would definitely listen to that for sure. Funny you mentioned, uh, too, a thing about skateboarding, because I thought about that the other day. I was out for, like, a jog, and uh, mm-hmm. I was listening to King's X, and I thought how, like you said, when you growing up, you were, like, a skateboarder, and then I remembered – how um, I was looking for a picture of you to post with the uh-huh. um, episode, and in every picture you're like jumping and you're you're getting some <laughs> serious hang time, like Michael Jordan. <laughs> and then it hit me that like did like that carry over from skateboarding because it's almost like you're almost doing like one of those kickflips without the board. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just my whole thing is energy you know when you're playing that ends up being jumping yeah i guess it comes through yeah because you're like jumping all over the place even when i saw you too back in january (laughs) that's funny 
that's funny. I haven't heard it that way, but yeah, it probably does come partly from skateboarding. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Eggsies were great. I mean, when we did those couple of shows with you guys, I mean, oh, yeah. you were, I mean, you guys were, I'm, I don't know, a lot of those shows, again, you guys were, you guys were a lot like King's X to me. Like, I listen to those records, I'm like, that band should have been way bigger than so-and-so that's still, you know what I mean? It's just like, but you just, <laughs> again, you know, it's that luck of the draw, you know? It who's, is, it is. Who's, who's going to be in the room today that's going to, exactly. You know, it's it's yeah you never know you never know who's gonna do what whatever and you know and and taking it back to king's x yeah they, they there's no way i would have bet everything that these guys would have been just ruling ruling but who knows maybe somebody got pissed at them or they said something wrong to somebody somebody said nope not nah, well, i mean you hear those stories yeah, and I know they had some sort of – they were kind of linked to the Christian thing there when they first came out. And I know there were some situations in their, you know, yeah. in their lives yeah. that uh, uh, yeah. that kind of separated it from that. So who knows, you know, you hear about yeah. those bands. Like all the records were in the Christian bookstore and then mm -hmm. something happened and then their stuff was removed the next day. You know? Yeah, yeah. They, they talk about that in the book, you know, it was when – it was when Hug came out and said said he was gay. Yeah, they were they were just killing it, killing it. They were everywhere, and then they, they took them all out. That's so sad. It's just stupid, just stupid. But that that's how it went down. I would have and thought because they were a band that like you can't really fit them in a box with like a label or whatever. Some of those bands, like even like Jellyfish or something, you think they'd be big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just it goes on forever, Andy. It goes <laughs> yeah. on forever. Bands, bands that you just think there's no way these guys can't do it. I mean, there's things, but you know, there's there's weird outside forces that that happen to some bands. Not all of them. Not all of them. Some of them just they don't work, or the the guys really secretly hate each other. <laughs> and, and and you never know. You never know. But a lot of times it's like that. I've seen, and I'm not going to say who it is, but I've seen guys say the wrong things to the wrong people. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. You know, people don't give you another chance. Hmm. You don't kiss the right ass, you know, or, or play the game. You know, and yeah, or, you play, or it. play it right. Yeah. Yep, you got it. Yeah, you got it. You went left, you went right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sometimes you don't even, it's not on purpose. You just yeah. did the wrong thing to the wrong person, you know, and uh, it doesn't end well. It yeah. End well. Uh oh. Must be time for something. <laughs> I, got, I have a cuckoo clock in my house about about uh 60 years old that i inherited yeah and it just uh, yeah. i totally forgot it was in the house so it's just like oh how cool how cool yeah. man that's great did you get yeah. it from some somebody in your family from my grandmother yeah so oh uh, that's great but yeah i had it repaired a few years ago and <laughs> it just yeah the minute it went off i was like oh crap yeah. no that's cool man that's great that you still have it that's very cool yeah very cool i love cuckoo clocks yeah very cool all right you guys i i got i gotta jump off here 
No worries, yeah. man. You do your thing and yeah. let me know yeah. when you're in Nashville, man. I'll, 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 I'll I will. There. Okay, if I'm in town, I'm I am there. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks for making right, time to talk today. Yeah, man. That was great. I always love talking about King's X anytime. Yeah. I was hoping anytime. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And I always, always love talking to Corey. We don't get to talk that much. Yeah, man, you're you're one of the good ones, man. So yeah, you know, so are you. So are well, you. I appreciate that, man. And and are you guys yeah. gonna be? Are are you guys in the bubble on this? Like, is the bubble over for you guys on the tour? Or I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think we're wait just how it all pans out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go get my other booster here on Friday, so yeah. hopefully that that will help. You know, yeah. ease up on stuff. I'll take as many shots as they want to give me. <laughs> You're right. And me too. Me That's too. Go to shows. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, you guys. Well, take care, and and I appreciate the time. Thanks for inviting oh, me, Andy. Oh yeah. Uh, thank you, man. Um, yeah, yeah. And you're welcome. All right. Cool. You guys have a good day. Talk yeah. to you soon. All right. Take care, man. You too. Okay. I'll talk to you soon, man. Um. All right. Well, thanks for taking time to chat. Oh, Anytime, man. Sing and sing and sing.